Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our Christmas in review. Um, yeah, I'm joined by Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. How you doing, Santy? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm ready for Christmas to be over. <laughs> yeah, fuck. The most stressful time of the year, eh? Yeah. The most tiring. Good yeah. gravy. I want to... Um, one of one of the uh, expressions that I like to say is "Jesus Christ on a bike," <laughs> um, and Kira said, "Like, oh, you should do a you should do a, one of those like illustrated Christmas cards." And it's Jesus Christ, and he's got like a little birthday hat on, and he's on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like balloons and shit trailing behind That'd it. Be it's awesome. like, it's like that's really good. I <laughs> actually should do that and then yeah. try and sell it to places. I bet people would buy it. I think so too. Um, yeah, so fun week of uh, of AW this week. I yes. feel like I was too tired to really appreciate it. If that makes sense, it was kind of like a like a sleeper good episode. Like there wasn't like the main event was really really good, but like leading up to it, there wasn't like any like other like really good matches. There wasn't hype, but like what people are just excited for the debuts, mm-hmm. and they know the debuts are coming. But the de- the debuts are going to be spread out, and Tony Khan has said this. Yeah, he said we've it. got a lot of shows for about the next month and a half or whatever, a lot of big shows back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. So just watch them all is mm-hmm. what he said. Essentially, Which, it's kind of it's kind of a double edged sword because after all these big debuts happen, people are still going to be expecting them all the time. Well, yeah, and but they're going to happen still in mm-hmm. February. Yeah, that's true. That's when all those other... Once February hits, we're getting Swerve. We're getting fucking Keith, uh, Lee. Keith Lee, which may bring STP mm-hmm. because he was tag partners with Shane Taylor mm-hmm. in Ring of Honor prior. Or what in Ring of Honor... Was Keith Lee ever really in Ring of Honor? I don't know, but I know they were tag partners together. No, he was more... I just more knew him from PWG, and then he'd just do other indies. That's how I always yeah. knew him. I don't yeah, they, they He may have they, done a couple shows in Ring of Honor, but I don't remember him too much in there. Yeah, they, they did tag together. I just I know that before uh, beforehand. Mm-hmm. Before Keith Lee became the Keith Lee we know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this was... Uh, so we've got a lot of shit going down soon and we just have to be patient and it's going to be fun we've gotten teases we've gotten two major teases one was followed through on this episode one was not and i did not expect it to Mm -hmm. i have been saying i've told people what the date is to potentially expect this guy i don't know why it (laughs) it's funny i actually don't know why it would be this date other than Brody King moving his band's date off of it, yeah. Um, which is Clash of Champions because that would be a that would be a strange time for him to uh, debut. However, again, remember my theory. I think my my theory may still stand. If my theory still exists of mm-hmm. a certain somebody, um, being the uh, being the other disciple. Uh, in in the house of black then there could be a reason for the house of black to be there yeah otherwise it doesn't make sense 
to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you never know. Who knows? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, was there much news this week? I don't think there was. Really. I don't think so. I can't remember anything. I mean, there was the news of the Owen Hart stuff, but but we talked about that last week. Yeah, and they talk about it on the show again. So. Yeah, I think I think they said the finals are going to be at double or nothing. Like not until like May. Yeah, it's going to be a. It's a. This is a long. This isn't something that's imminent per se, unless it's a long tournament. Which, I mean, they've dragged out the TBS tournament a fairly long time. So, mm-hmm. and it's two tournaments. It's the men's and the women's. Yeah. Did they say um, what the winners get, or is it just like they haven't yet? But I think they're just going to tease that out over time. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be like a championship of your choice or something type yeah deal. and a trophy yeah, would be nice sure. mm-hmm. like a like a nice owen hart trophy thing yeah that'd be cool i want i want something big and cool like the new japan trophies yeah i find cool. that was really cool like speaking the, of new uh, japan tournaments since yeah, i guess it doesn't go till may this does give them enough time if they wanted to do round robin <laughs> <laughs> I think they mentioned Brad. It just it doesn't. They can't do round robin on TV. Yeah, it, no. it's bad. It can't. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It does not work. I wish it did because round robins are the best. Yeah, because that way you just get you don't worry about oh this person gets beat here they're done but you know they can lose a match and still come. Yeah, out you can you can have some people look really strong beating a champion or a top tier guy. Like it's it's mm-hmm. cool. It. it takes away a lot of the predictability because yeah. normally when you look at a bracket you're like well i see how this is going yeah almost every time especially like with this not being real sports it's <laughs> like okay i see what you're doing yeah hopefully and, this one they um they like overload it with their top stars on both tournaments so you're, you that way you're like well i don't know how this is gonna go at all <laughs> overload it or make it almost like a king of the ring where it's some of the up and comers would be kind yeah, of cool as that well. That would actually fit the Owen Hart kind of vibe too. For me personally, I think so as well. Mm-hmm. For, For me sure. personally, I think like you get like the Garcias, the Moriartys, the mm-hmm. Yudas, and then you get like Layla Hirsch, Serena Deeb, like people yeah. like that who are kind of flying under the radar. Yeah, actually, that that makes a lot more sense. That, like that's that. my personal hope. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that was my hope for the other tournaments, and yet we continue to get. Dustin Rhodes and Ten <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Joey Janela. Oh, Ten's in the Owen Hart tournament for sure. He's like AEW's every fucking time, guy. every <laughs> He's time. AEW's tournament guy, and he always just gets squashed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Bad Luck Folly in the the G one. It's like why is he there? I love Bad Luck Folly, but why is he there? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the show. Um, we had Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. This was a a good match, a match that I didn't even know was announced until the day of. I think Playoffs. they announced it on Dynamite last week. Well, they, but... I thought that they had said that it was going to be Cole or delivering Dynamite. a gift. Wasn't yeah, it? I think they announced it on Rampage. Oh, Rampage? Okay, you see, that's the... The, that's the problem, is that I have not been watching Rampage. Yeah, after the match, they, the eight-man on um, Rampage, I think they announced that Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole would be having their singles match. Okay, so as we know, Adam Cole said he was going to give a gift. That gift came into play <laughs> in this match. We had Adam Cole going really 50-50 with Orange Cassidy, which was nice. 
Mm-hmm. Um, great back and forth um, chain wrestling at the beginning, which I liked because it was lazy chain wrestling from Orange Cassidy, where he would yeah. slowly like whip his legs around, and mm-hmm. it was funny. It was good. Um, it made Adam Cole break out serious Adam Cole, which we haven't seen a ton of, so that was nice. Yeah, because we... all he does in AW is comedy, and he should have stayed in or whatever that everyone <laughs> says online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've all, people obviously haven't been watching BTE. Yeah, and like I always see that, and then I'm like, you guys never watched him in Ring of Honor or PWG then, because he or was even doing NXT. Yeah, he did comedy stuff all the time. Yeah, he did. He's a very funny person, so of course his, his comedy stuff's going to come out. He he was a chicken shit heel in NXT for a while. Yeah, and then and I, he he played the comedy route. I still remember one of my favorite things he did in PWG was some, uh, like guerrilla warfare match where he was running the ropes, and then he did the Adam Cole baby, and he went to sit down on a chair, and the chair broke, and then he started flipping everyone off. It was it was hilarious. It's good. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. He's really funny. He's a very funny person. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought this match was great. It was a nice back and forth. Orange Cassidy would look really good, and then he would start doing his shtick, and then he would get caught, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I liked that. There was uh, there's that moment near the end where he he put on the glasses and he went up on the top rope to do like a cross body or something, but instead he he was like, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hop off the ropes because mm-hmm. I'm Orange Cassidy and I don't give a super kick to the yeah. face. Yeah, <laughs> and it was great. And he, the glasses went flying. He died. Um, and then this led to a Panama Sunrise, and somehow Orange Cassidy got out of this predicament to to hit a beach break. Yeah, well, like the, out of out of a reversal because he did the he did the Panama Sunrise. Yeah, and then Adam Cole mocking him put his hands in his tights to pin him. So oh, right. He didn't hook the leg or anything, so Orange Cassidy could kick out easily, which was I laughed when he put his hands in his pockets. Yes, and then <laughs> uh, he reversed. Um, he reversed uh, Cole's next move into the uh, beach break. Into the beach break, and then Cole would roll to the outside, and Bobby Fish runs down. He jumps up on the apron to distract the ref to keep orange Cassidy away from him and orange Cassidy is he's beat to shit. So he can't really go out there and get him. but they do a nice close up zoom on him, and you can see the crowd yeah, starting you... to cheer. You can see their heads turning. Like, oh, I know what the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. Somebody's wheeling out a present yeah. to, to ringside. And I guess it is not the bucks. The bucks were there earlier they got chased off mm-hmm. by, by, by best, best friends. Person. Yeah. Um, but in comes fucking Kyle O'Reilly and he just fucking quick works. Uh, Orange Cassie just beats the shit out of him. Like, mm-hmm. Leg kicks, head kicks, fucking elbows, yeah. axe kick to the back of the head. Really cool. Brutal shit rolls out of the ring quickly. Um, Adam Cole comes in, hits the, whatever the fuck it is, that running knee. The boom. <laughs> the boom. I'm going to call it boom, If mm-hmm. even if that's not it. I think that's um, what they call it. Used to be the last shot. Could be mm-hmm. the boom now. Um, he hits it. Gets the win. Easy stuff. Then, um, but he's looking out at uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and he's like, dude, remember we hate each other. We just had a blood feud in NXT, mm-hmm. like, 
fucking what was it three months ago yeah <laughs> um kyle o'reilly comes in the ring there's they're having a stare down with each other they square up with each other which was surprising but out outruns best friends and and uh colin o'reilly beat the shit out of the best friends undisputed era is laying waste to them and then they basically mirrored the the first photo that they yeah, had in nxt mm-hmm. they, you same tell poses that, you could tell too they like instinctually wanted to do the the hand motion <laughs> for him but they could for the yeah again, who knows who knows what name they're gonna go with what i really loved was the crowd was chanting undisputed undisputed mm-hmm. i thought yeah. that was cool i think that would actually be the perfect name for them is yeah. undisputed myself yeah, because um, there's the rumor that it's going to be Undisputed Elite and all that stuff, too. So, Undisputed Elite would work. However, however, I told you when you mentioned this that I'm kind of a little sick of the word Elite being thrown in with everything with the company. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little ham-fisted. Yeah. Um, seems a little cheesy. Like, oh, everything's Elite. Have an Elite this. Have an Elite <laughs> that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, no, like, there's a... T- there's a trio that's the elite and the company is called all elite wrestling. That's fine. Not everything needs to have elite in it. Um, but the, it would be the UE and that would be nice. Um, I was really su- surprised though, because the bucks came out and Adam Cole and uh, the undisputed era walked out on the bucks yeah, like you could see them standing there, and the Bucks are in the ring, and you—I think he's, it's Matt. You see a mouth. Is this the president? And then Adam Cole shakes his head yes, and then they walk off. And I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it was. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, where do you? I think have that... a whole theory about this. Please so, tell me, and I also joke... turn down your mic just a little bit. Oh my bad. No, no, no. I think I think you're fine. I don't know. Some, I just I heard a slight e- echo of myself. Is that better? I've been gaming with my headset too, so that could be. I mean, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So here's my theory. So like I joked about earlier, and mm-hmm. you see it all over line where people are like he was the king of NXT, and now he comes here and does comedy stuff. And so the little stare down between the Bucks and all them, I could see Adam Cole saying like, because AEW does this where they'll. Yeah, take internet stuff and then twist it into their storylines. I could see mm-hmm. him saying, "Well, when I came in and I hung out with you guys, I just turned into a comedy guy. I needed to yeah. get serious again, so I brought in my old friends." In yeah, uh, that, that works. Mm-hmm. Works perfectly. And yeah, so eventually we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get face Kenny and the Bucks versus heel Cole and Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be amazing because I'm ready to have case to have face Kenny again. Yeah, me too. Like when he com- when he comes back from injury, people are going to be excited to cheer him. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think that's a good idea. And especially if you have Cole and the uh, undisputed era turn on. Yeah, see, it's going to be interesting because it's going to be mm-hmm. tough to have people cheer against Cole. Yeah, they're gonna have to have him do some some bad shit. But he's yeah. he's, a, he's always been that cool heel. Mm-hmm. People yeah. have always wanted to cheer him. Yeah, he's just other, a cool dude. 
other than but, his early days in Ring of Honor where people didn't like him. Yeah. But he, um, on Twitter earlier, the Bucks posted their outfits from last night. And then Adam yes. Cole responded to it saying, like, you guys look amazing. Uh, sorry, I had to run out last night. We'll talk soon, is what he tweeted out at them. Yeah, so. there's going to be an extended storyline until mm-hmm. Kenny comes out to have their back. Mm-hmm. And I've heard some theories put out there that this is how you get into the trios tournament. Is cool. you start it with these two teams. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, of course. But it's beautiful. And you, you don't want to do the trios tournament until you can do the elite versus the undisputed era. Mm-hmm. But if we get the Young Bucks versus Red Dragon again, I'll be happy because their matches were always fantastic back in the day. Yeah, and we're going to. It's going to happen. This is clearly the story they're telling. It's just so funny. People are just like, who's Adam Cole even feuding with? The elite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was just feuding with Orange Cassidy. He's like one of AEW's top draws. I I mean, you can't have everyone immediately show up and just go for the title. As no. good as Adam Cole is, they're telling a story with uh, Danielson right now. It's it's, so. well, it's very clear what they're doing to me, for me mm-hmm. at least. And I think to anyone who actually watches the show understands that. Yeah, and they already announced next week that Kyle O'Reilly's wrestling. It's going to be the Undisputed Era versus Best Friends, which is going to be awesome. Amazing. That's mm-hmm. ama- Is it Orange Cassidy in that match? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's essentially against chaos, which is cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is cool because then we get the best friends versus Red Dragon again. It's just cool to see these all these people uh, kind of reuniting, yeah, opponents or mm-hmm. on the same team. Mm-hmm. And best friends are really good in multi man tags. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. really good in multi man tags. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. From I guess from their uh, New Japan days was, yeah. uh, I mean. Chuck hasn't really been in New Japan very long, or wasn't, but he's sort of there. He wasn't, but then him and uh, Okada became really good friends. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wish they would, because they're fucking nut jobs. Yeah, they're both weirdos, but in like, the best <laughs> way possible. Absolute fucking weirdos. Yeah. yeah. Um, what Shinsuke Nakamura said, Okada's the weirdest person I've ever met. So if Shinsuke Nakamura is saying that about you, then that... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next thing we got, we got Adam Page, and they announced just before he comes out for a promo that he's going to be facing Daniel Bryanson again in two weeks. Yeah, at the first <laughs> like, TBS what? show. Which is like, nuts. ooh, girl, they're they're fucking loading up that show right away. Which, um, we'll we'll get to it, and I'll, I'll say something else about yeah. it. Yes, no, no, of course, of course. <laughs> okay, so he Hangman comes out, and he's wearing his. Christmas cowboy outfit. Oh my god! It's got the poinsettias on it. So just clean. I, like I gotta know where he buys his shirts. I don't even wear cowboy shirts like that. But I, I would wear be, that. I'd wear that to Christmas for yeah, sure. Every time I see him dressed up, I'm like, man, I wish I could pull off cowboy look like he can because he looks amazing every week. <laughs> I've got the the fur lined jean jacket which I love. Mm-hmm. That's my that's I call it my broke back jacket. Yeah, yeah, your because uh, he wears it in that movie. Um. Yeah, it's uh, yeah he he tells uh, I, I assume it was Tony Schiavone, tells him that yeah we went sixty minutes it was great they handed me back this championship, but I don't feel like a champion I feel like a disappointment because I I didn't get the win, you you always want to get the win, 
Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't help but feel sad by this. And then mm-hmm. we hear, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, fucking Daniel Bryan. Or fucking Brian, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Like, God damn. Um, SRS did that to me. And now I can't un- unsay can't it. Undo it. Yeah. Yeah. He said it once. And then I do it every, every single. It's not a bit. It just happens. Um, and I love it because... Danielson's out there. He's saying, "Oh, poor entitled millennial cowboy. He he's sad that he's the champion. He's disappointed. You know who should be disappointed? The fans, because you let them down. You couldn't uh, you couldn't win in your in your first big match. The person that they've been rooting for for two years in this company. Um, so Danielson's not going to cry. He's going to walk right back into that ring in two weeks, and he's going to kick the hangman's ass." Um, which it was funny because this whole promo, he's like, I'm not going to cry or complain, but because I wrestled silver the week before my knee hurt, that's why I couldn't beat you, which is hilarious. Oh, for, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> this, uh, I love this, uh, this, it's his version of the chicken shit heel. It's good. He's not a chicken shit heel. Cause he, he knows that he can go in there and he can beat your ass and he can beat anybody's ass in the company. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he brings up that uh, he says we could go out there and we could have another match, but we all know you can just stall for another sixty minutes again and walk out with your title. <laughs> so I propose that we're going to have judges at ringside, and when it goes sixty minutes, the judges can decide. And and then Hangman says that he was he's been running through all the stipulations in his head, but he's he says that if. If Danielson wants to do judges, let's do it. But you better be uh, paying these guys in advance because there's no way this one mm-hmm. this one's going sixty minutes. Yeah, I fucking said, love that. What do you say? Let's get some old timers a payday or something like that. Which I yeah, really let's like. get some old timers a payday. And uh, he said, "I'm not I'm not paying uh, paying an old timer to uh, to decide my fate." Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, really great stuff. I loved it um, because it gives us that. You get the big fight feel. You do it at the beginning of the show again. Mm-hmm. You put it on at the beginning of the show, and you have it go ten minutes. Or <laughs> that'd like, be amazing if it went like, ten minutes. Something short, yeah. Where uh, one of them just, I and I would say it's Hangman because I think it's still Hangman's time. Mm-hmm. But you have Hangman beat him. He just catches him with mm-hmm. uh with the buckshot again, and he ends it quick. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want. And because cool. you can't really have a full show otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, but here's, here's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. They could do the 60 minutes again because this match is three days before battle of the belts. It's the same week mm-hmm. as battle of the belts. And that, yep. they've already announced that that's already an hour and not every belt's going to be on the line. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll go 60 minutes, but it's going to go, I, I bet 20 minutes or so. I have a feeling that the, that the uh, AEW championship will not be defended. Yeah, I don't think so either. On that the show. TNT title will probably be the main title defended on that show. TNT women's. They should do the women's, women's match is a, the women's match is, a ten, is announced already. That's the one with Rio. Yeah, that should be the main event because that match would be really good. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I didn't think it happened so quick, but I'm excited because the last match ruled. So I'm excited to watch it again. And I do good... like that. They, I, I like that. Sorry, I interrupted you. 
Oh, I was just going to say, it's a good match to have on your debut TBS show. Like, Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. They're going to pop a huge rating because it'll be uh, it'll be at 8 o'clock again for the uh, West Coast crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be on TBS. It'll be nice to have wrestling back on TBS. That'll be good because that's mm-hmm. where I watched all my wrestling, all my WCW stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, for me, it was just I would watch Thunder there, which wasn't yeah. that good, but I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I when you first start good. watching wrestling and everything's you're like, well, this is all awesome. And then you look back on it, you're like, oh, maybe not. I thought Thunder was good. <laughs> mm-hmm. the first, the first few were good when they tried, but then they just yeah stopped trying. Yeah, because TBS was a channel we got here, so it actually we actually did watch it there, as opposed to mm-hmm. Nitro, which was like on the next day at like four o'clock in the afternoon after school or something. Mm. Okay, so next we got MJF backstage, and he's. He's there with all his boys. He's thanking Spears for being a great accountability buddy. And Spears' rips... chair is the, I forget the pattern name of MJ, the, uh, which is awesome. The Burberry pattern? <laughs> yeah, Burberry, that's what it is, yeah. He's ridiculing Wardlow uh, about for his ability to prepare his champagne victory. He's saying, you should have already been out there getting me the champagne already. Um, I don't know what's wrong with you. And Wardlow's just like, yeah, you're right. Um I'm sorry, but he looks pissed. It's nice. I can't wait for Wardlow to beat all these dudes up. <laughs> it's it's coming. I, I don't. I I want to say it's coming soon, but they delay this stuff. Yeah, they've for so long that it's. Uh, it seems like this should have happened plenty of times now. It's got to happen after the punk feeds over. It's got to. Yes, it, I think it's happening sooner than we than we think, just because of the uh, power bomb spots yeah, that we're yeah, getting that are getting. He's getting him super over. It's, like it's so really good. It. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's very smart what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF blames the all this negativity in the room and the animosity on CM Punk. He says that CM Punk drives wedges between people. He drives people crazy. He burns. He burns all his bridges. He doesn't. He doesn't have a, a unit, a family, and that's what the pinnacle is. They're un. They're a unit. Punk's just a loner. Punk's got Darby and Sting, but they won't be able to coexist, which I hate. The, even the word coexist existing yeah. in, in wrestling drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, he says that Punk didn't make the save the other week for his team. He did it for himself. And we can see that nice guy mask slipping. And we can actually see that nice guy mask mm-hmm. slipping, which is nice. He's not wrong there. Um, FDR say or Dax, yeah, Dax said that uh, they didn't have a problem with you, Punk, but uh, but you threatened our family, you threatened the Pinnacle. We're the kings of pro wrestling, and if you want, and if you want to be the king, you got you have to de- dethrone the king. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's good shit. This yeah, it's really good shit. Every time I see a Dax promo, I'm like, man. He is such a good talker. Like, it's kind of ridiculous how good he is. He's, I think, the most underrated everything mm-hmm. in in wrestling. Yeah. He's the most underrated everything. Yeah. Because just his little snippet of a promo last night was, it was just so good. It was like, he probably talked for 25 seconds, but I was like, oh man, that was really good. He does so much with so little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he literally just takes the blueprint of... Like the Mid South 
of the NWA style promos, mm-hmm. which is just like where, when, why, mm-hmm. and like quick, just bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And it's just, he does it with such believability. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's yeah. very cool stuff. Um, speaking of FDR, next thing we have is Wardlow. He's against poor Sean Dean. Sean Dean, I'm sorry this had to be you. I don't know, whenever I, I saw it against him, I was like, oh, I like Sean Dean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, poor Sean Dean. He signed a contract just to take these spots, man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he gets destroyed. Um, <laughs> he uh, he takes all the power bombs. The fans are going crazy. Sean Spears is trying to get him to stop um, because... He can see Wardlow turning into a star before his eyes. Mm-hmm. MGF can see Wardlow turning into a star before his eyes. They're worried. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really scared. Yeah. That's why this is so good. Because they yeah. know that this guy that they're trying to keep under their thumb. And that's what Spears is there for. He's try- He's there to try and, like, minimize the effect of Wardlow. Yeah. But also, at the same time, Spears is getting himself over with the, the chair with the- cum shots at the end, which always make me laugh really hard. And he's like, all right, that's enough. And then he just hits the guy a bunch with the chair. And Your laughter wasn't the only thing that was hard. Spears yeah. was too. Yeah, yeah, oh. sure. Hey, yo, zinger. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable whether it was a real zinger. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, this whole thing, both of them, it's kind of like, I hope Spears turns face too. They just keep hanging out because I like them together. <laughs> this is his little fucking skull cap. Yeah. <laughs> he looked weird, though, because he shaved his beard. And I can't remember the last time he didn't have a beard. Oh yeah, he just looked like uh, what's his name, um, Ty Dillinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so speaking this... of surprising, we have Dan Lambert with a good promo. Who <laughs> knew? Uh, we got Dan Lambert. He's up in the crowd again. He's he's with Men of the Year. He's lambasting Cody. Uh, saying that the only reason he got his title shot is because he's tight with TK, and that's basically how you get title shots these days. Mm-hmm. Or you're a scrub, and they uh, and they have their their champions face the scrubs. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, he said, I'm an example of somebody that Tony Khan gives an impossible task to. He's given me the impossible task of getting you guys to cheer for Cody Rhodes. He's like, he's a bigger dick than I am. And I was like, dang, Dan Lambert's face turn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which I you died. You the crowd was... cheering whenever he said that, too. Which was no, it was good. Like, they know what they're doing. This is yeah. really good stuff. I loved this. But I, I like that he brought that up, because last week I saw a line people were like, they're using Dan Lambert to get Cody over his face, which is funny that they just called it out this week. No, it, it's it's really, it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. It's funny. It's self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I still find it strange that Lambert is the mouthpiece for Men of the Year. I know because Men of the Year can talk. I don't yeah, know why they give mouthpieces to these people that can talk. Like Nyla Rose is legitimately one of the best talkers in the company. Yeah, one of the funniest people in the company. Mm-hmm. She can handle herself, as we saw with that shitty uh transphobic fan yeah fuck that guy get him out of here I, I saw he, he, he is out of here they yeah. they got him out that's good the security did their job um apparently he was uh writing the signs while he was in the stands oh uh, yeah because he had one earlier during the hangman one called yeah. him like a cowboy bitch it's like 
what the hell is going on with these signs tonight? And I saw one. It's the same guy every time. Yeah, it was the same guy, but he I guess he would switch his hoodie out and stuff too. So Yeah, it's uh it's not good. Um yeah. I, apparently again he's another cornet guy. So surprise, surprise. And you had Cornette being like, oh, back in the day, this wouldn't have been a big deal. You had to have someone jump in the rail to get someone kicked it. Fuck off, sir. Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> Type shit. It is I, wild. I'm sure that dude would not step to Nyla Rose at all. Because she would no. take the shit out of him. <laughs> of course. Guy looked like fucking tiny Hank Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. No. Not a chance, not a chance. But yeah, so uh, I was happy with this Dan Lambert bit. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I liked that as soon as he brought up Cody, he called him a dick, the crowd cheered, which made me laugh. Yeah, uh, it shows that the company knows mm-hmm. where Cody is right now. Yeah. Uh, so it another, shows that they know what they're doing, and I'm very excited for it. Another thing that made me laugh, it had nothing to do with the promo, but whenever they're out in the crowd, I always like to watch the crowd. And yeah. there's this family coming out. You can tell they're coming back with their drinks and stuff. And oh, saw I saw them. On, they saw they were on TV, so they all just stood there for a long time. It made me laugh. I saw that too. It was funny. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we cut to another short promo, and it's Britt Baker in the back. She's got another elaborate setup for the holidays. What always makes me laugh about these is she always invites Tony Schiavone, but he's kind of a dick during these. It's... <laughs> Their relationship is strange in this. Yeah. Um, in this, apparently, he uh, he tried to put uh, mistletoe above him and, and Britt Baker, and Jamie Hayter knocked it away. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah, because <laughs> it. they're starting to get weird with it, because he's like super uh, shit talking to Adam Cole during the opening match and stuff. And, like, awesome. Taz was like, always talking about how we should <laughs> always talking about how we should wash his hair. Yeah. <laughs> It's like and Ted's like, what are you talking about? Adam Cole's one of the most handsome guys on the whole roster. He's like, I just think, isn't his hair too greasy? Yeah. <laughs> it's not natural. It's good shit. I yeah. love it. It's and Adam Cole's just like, who the fuck is this old man? Yeah. It's you really nerd. good. Stuff. What do you say that first promo? Nerd, get out of my ring, nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this promo was fun. Yeah, it's good. She says that uh, she's bigger and stronger than Riho, and she's got Hater by her side. And then Tony, funny enough, because he's friends with her, reminds her that Riho's uh, pinned her every time, and she's mm-hmm. also bitten, beaten Jamie Hater in their only match as well. So, mm-hmm. um, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. And uh, and Baker's not pleased. She says that she's been the most talked about wrestler in the company for the whole year of two, of 2021. Do you really want a 90-pound spoiled brat being the next champ? Like, of course not. There will be no Christmas miracle, and she's going to shoot her eye out. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was great. It's yeah, awesome. Which is good, because TNT's about to start their 24 hours of Christmas story. Yeah, which is, why, I guess, is why his Rampage isn't on Friday. It's on Saturday. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> or not? Yeah, rampage. Yeah, it's they funny. do it every. They do it every year, so it's funny that that's the reason. But they're not going to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know if I being for AEW, I actually think it is a good idea to have it on a to have it on a Christmas day because I guess that used to be a thing is wrestling on Christmas. Yeah, and then I um, 
I was like, when they were showing all their tour dates, I was like, they are in the Carolinas a lot lately. But apparently, in the 80s, uh, 70s and 80s, uh, NWA and WWF, uh, during the holidays, like that's where they'd run shows, is just North Carolina. That's like a thing that they used to do. So they're kind of holding that tradition up. Yeah, and also, I think, could be COVID stuff. I'm not sure. Could be some of the restrictions are a little less. I haven't even thought about that with the Omicron and everything kind of shut down. I hope we don't go back to the no fans. (laughs) Well, I agree. Yeah, it's the the sports leagues are getting fucking decimated Mm -hmm. right now. Like, decimated. Yeah. Like NHL had to suspend a week of games, like a full like week or two of games, because like every game's postponed right now because they don't have enough players. Mm-hmm. Um, NBA, the Toronto Raptors have like five or six like emergency players that they just signed to yeah. ten day contracts to play the that. games. A um, it's like just I forget just the college it. <laughs> team. I forget the college team here, but the college bowl games are about to start, and I'll uh. Oh, it might have been the University of Texas. Like they just had to pull out of the bowl game. Like we don't have enough players, <laughs> so they just can't do the bowl game. <laughs> I am shocked the AW has not had any. Um, yeah, he's not had to cancel matches. It's crazy because they're announcing matches a week ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That could be why they are announcing more of a full card each week and sort yeah, of delaying it. I think it's a yeah. bit of a, just a smart strategy that they announce half the matches now and half the matches later. Yeah. Kind of thing. And maybe Tony Khan's like, you're here or you're at home. <laughs> you're not yeah. going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, because it's crazy that nobody's really gotten sick. Cause in every sports league, people are getting sick. I just dropped, mm-hmm. The other day, I draw. There was somebody who's who's just like a, it's like a ten or fifteen minute drive from from our house. So we just drove up to drop a uh, an an art order at his place, mm-hmm. and I rang the doorbell. And uh, he comes to the door. He opens it a crack. He says, "Just leave it on the front porch. We've got COVID." And then shut the door quickly. Oh, like, okay, because <laughs> I. Because I didn't have his name on it, because I was just dropping it off. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to see if he was home, just to let him know it was there, because it's not like it had tracking or anything, to let him mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, say no more. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's scary, though. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's wild out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, moving on, we got a really, really nice... Yeah, this is, this is great. ...video package for the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. I really, I have no idea what the name of the tournament is because on some of the graphics, it just says Owen, Owen Hart Foundation. And then yeah. I know they've called it the Owen as well in other times. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Owen. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it was really cool. We had uh, footage from his Japan days, mm-hmm. footage from like, actually probably mostly his Japan days. Yeah. They showed a lot of his matches with uh, Liger. Juice Thunder Liger, which if you've never seen those matches, go and watch them. It's kind of nuts how ahead of a time both these guys were because those were in the 80s and it looks like a match that would happen now. It's pretty crazy. It's incredible. Yeah. Watch those matches. You're like, what the hell? He was one of my favorite wrestlers as a young kid when he was in the he was in a tag team. I don't remember who with. Was it with Coco Beware? 
it, was it Coco Beware? Yeah. They were okay. Like yeah. Bright, and he had bright, the, super bright colors and stuff. Yeah. He was yeah. basically wrestling in Zumbas. Yep. 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 That was Coco Beware. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, I remember <laughs> watching that because I don't rem I don't remember Coco Beware being in a tag team, but mm-hmm. in my mind, I Coco Beware was flashing in the back of my mind. It's like, mm-hmm. but I don't remember him tagging. Yeah. It wasn't a very long tag team, but it's very no. impressionable because I still remember that tag team too. <laughs> like I remember I would go to school and people would be like, did you watch? And like teachers, be, my teacher would be like, did you watch, uh, watch that? I really love that Owen Hart guy. Cause mm-hmm. everyone loved his look, the hair yeah. and everything. Well, he's also Canadian. So I'm sure you guys. Love yes. That, that, is, <laughs> that as well. Um, yeah, this is cool. You had Mark Henry talking. You had Adam Cole. Is Adam Cole Canadian? No, he's from he's from uh, Florida. Yeah, weird. For some reason, I always think he's Canadian. Maybe that's because he does the Panama check. Sunrise, which is kind of just a jumping Canadian destroyer. Yeah, I'm gonna double check right now, but I'm sure he's from Florida. Um, yeah, yeah, you had him. Who else talked about him? Dustin. Um, Dustin talked about him. He talked about how he's a, like all these people are talking about all the great things he does, and Dustin has to be like, "Oh, he's a great ribber." Yeah, that's like, like, usually when people talk about Owen Hart, they bring up how good he was at playing practical jokes on people. I know both I ways. Him. Like he could take it and dish it out too. Like so, he wouldn't. It's Adam good. Cole is actually from Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania, okay. We that, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh connection. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just just the nicest stuff. I like. Mark Henry being on there because I think Owen, when they, the WWF brought Mark Henry in from the Olympic powerlifting stuff. Yeah. I think Owen was one of the guys that trained him. Oh, okay. That, okay. That's cool. Thing. Oh yeah. They, he went to the heart dungeon for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, when they brought him in, they introduced him and then they sent him away and they sent him to Calgary mm-hmm. and, uh, Stu and the hearts trained him up. Yeah. And also they tagged together mm-hmm. for a bit. So, when he wasn't Owen Hart was in the uh, Nation of Domination, wasn't yep. he for yep. a bit? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't watching it that time. How did that even happen? It was like after he after the like Montreal Screwjob and stuff happened. Pretty much all the other Hart Foundation guys, their contracts were up or they just quit. But Owen stayed, and um, so they did a storyline where he was just kind of like fed up with everything and joined the nation. I don't, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it was cool. <laughs> it's like, whatever, man, the literally the whitest man on earth <laughs> joined the nation of domination. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. It was uh very heartwarming. And I think I'm not someone who's going to buy any more toys, but I might buy that Owen Hart toy when it comes out. Yeah. I saw there's a Brody, uh, toy too there is a brody coming mm-hmm. but yeah i'm excited that owen hart's gonna be in the video game that's gonna be awesome. yep owen hart's me owen hart's gonna be in the game there's gonna be they're gonna be doing a ton of owen hart stuff and mm-hmm. i love that because yeah. i have a uh i have a great fondness for him i guess just the age i was i think i was around like grade one or two when he was mm-hmm. when the heart when that stuff was happening mm-hmm. so it's a uh, really sticks in my brain yeah, and I'm sure it, the tournament, I bet Bret Hart's going to show up. So Hopefully. <laughs> I didn't realize, but um, I, I can't even remember who said it, but uh, I guess Bret and Owen's wife have not really been talking for a long time. Hmm. 
I guess. I think maybe because Brett stuck it out with WWE mm-hmm. after Owen's death. Yeah. And I guess maybe she didn't like that. Yeah. Who knows? But I, I bet this will bring them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really want to speculate, but I have a, I just, I have a hunch that Tony will try and oh, yeah. do something you know, with her. already trying. Yeah. yeah he's a, he already has those connections. So mm-hmm. it's good. And Bret Hart's more in the uh, forefront these days. He's talking <laughs> yeah. a lot. Cause he's talking shit on Hulk Hogan, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great the man doesn't, he doesn't know a headlock know yeah <laughs> <sighs> just good shit really really good stuff i mm-hmm. am here to the ends of the earth to hear bret hart just rip on racists yeah me too okay so speaking of ripping on fucking bigots we have nyla rose versus ruby soho um this also match versus Ruby Soho's jacket. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, the match starts. Uh, Nyla goes right after Soho, uh, knocks her down. She's still got her jacket on. She tries to take the jacket off her, gets stuck on her wrist. Soho tries to get the jacket off, stuck on her wrist. They're just having a fucking tug of war with this jacket on her wrist yes. for a while. So <laughs> Nyla just puts her foot on like Ruby's chest and just yanks the jacket. <laughs> Yeah, eventually it, it comes off. Huge pop. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did you see on Twitter, somebody tweeted about what do you want to see in the AEW game, and uh, Nyla Rose tweeted back at them saying, me versus Ruby Soho's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Nyla Rose, funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Put a mic in her hand. What was mm-hmm. that that little promo snippet I sent you? Uh, something about, like, you're going to need a coffin, bitch, or something. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a. Oh, it was a, It's like it's not destination unknown. It's destination in a coffin, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Some, it was just something really fucking stupid and abrupt yeah. and so yeah. funny. It was like a couple weeks ago when she jumped Ruby in the back. Surprise, bitch! Like that was so. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a lovely person, mm-hmm. and I I love it. Um. One of my favorite spots in this match happened in fucking commercial break. And I texted you. Uh, Nyla Rose countered a poison Rana with a fucking wheelbarrow slam mm-hmm. right into the fucking turnbuckle yeah, with Ruby nuts. Soho's face. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how she did not die. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, that might be the most devastating moves I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ruby Soho takes some nasty fucking head bumps off of turnbuckles almost every match and so yeah. it must just be her forte yeah, she's like good at it yeah really cool stuff and then ruby soho came back she hits uh she drops drop kicks a chair into nyla's head mm-hmm. uh vicky guerrero interfered at one point she ended up taking uh or yeah she ended up taking a the fucking no future to the face which was nice yeah <laughs> I was like, fine, so we kicked Vicky in the face. It was got a, a huge pop, too. The crowd yeah, for that. It was a good thigh slap on that one. It was a mm-hmm. nice crack. I loved that. Um, but Nyla is able to use that distraction to hit, to hit her beast bomb. She goes up to the top rope, but Ruby, in a really nice end to the match, grabs her wrist and hits the no future while Nyla's on the top rope. Yeah, that was really cool. Really clean, really cool stuff. Ruby Soho's going to the finals. 
again, I have no idea who's winning. I Me think either. now it's it's pretty assured that Jade Cargill's going to the finals. Mm-hmm. I would say that with the face versus heel matchup. And I, I think they should put it on Soho. But they I have been so. running with that. The whole fucking. Um, that bitch show. That bitch show thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's good, it's, though, that you don't know. No, it's 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 good. It's very good. I think it would be a. Uh, I just think uh, Jade Cargill would be a double edged sword because I, I want her there. I think she's a star. I want that representation. I just fear that she, her ring work will get exposed a bit. I think it'll get exposed because she'll have to be, she'll have to be wrestling a lot more matches on TV at that point, like every other week. Like, think of what Sammy's doing right now. And, uh, yeah, so, but it would also get Jade on TV every week. I can't hear you right now. What's happened here? Oh, I'm here. Oh, there you go. Myself. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all right. I was like, I'm getting a lot of reaction from, uh, from Brad here, but I don't see him. He's a lot of nodding. Yeah. A lot of nodding. Somehow my clicker got clicked to mute. Oh, well. I was just gonna say more Jade on TV is not a, never a bad thing. No, absolutely. She uh, she should be she should honestly be on TV every week. Yeah, we see from Brit every week. We should see from Jade every week. Yeah, just have even if you don't have a wrestle, just have her talk because she's she's really charismatic and I mean she just yeah look at her. You can't keep your eyes off of her. She's like a a beacon. Like you can't stop looking yeah. at her. <laughs> even before she ever did anything, mm-hmm. people were commenting on Reddit like. Who was that person in the crowd? Mm-hmm. Like months before she yeah. ever entered the ring and spoke. Yeah, people were like who is, they were looking it up, and they're just like, oh, apparently her her name's Jade Cargill, yada yada yada. Yeah. So like yeah, she yeah. she's got that kind of presence where she didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, and her storm cosplay is like the best storm cosplay ever. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, speaking of a absolute undeniable storm. Malachi mm-hmm. Black versus Griff Garrison. Good God, Griff got f- his ass beat yeah. in this match, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Griff came out in the Black Letterman jacket, yeah, which we were hoping would happen. Who's listening? Who's listening to this podcast? <laughs> um, there wasn't any story elements in this match, but it was. I did take note of that letter, Black Letterman jacket, because uh, Brian Pillman's was still green. Yeah, well, they on commentary they said that it was like from his school, uh, like maybe. his high school or something. But still, maybe <laughs> black all of a sudden. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. We said he should come out there in the black Letterman jacket. Maybe this is like a slow transition, mm-hmm. sort of like how my theory that Cody is going through a slow transition to being under Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Griff comes out there. He charges. Malachi Black and just gets dropped yeah. right away with a big fucking kick to the face. Um, Black Black got distracted by Pillman. Um, he he goes to the outside and just takes uh, an awesome tope suicida from Griff Garrison. He went over <laughs> Black like he almost overshot his kind yeah, of. Yeah, he he caught him on the shoulder, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, but what I really lo- I love when they do the distraction topes. 
mm-hmm. where the guy's yeah. distraction. He's not looking at the uh, at the guy doing the tope, waiting to catch him. Mm-hmm. Like he he hits him in the side or he turns into it. It's fucking awesome, and it looks so good. They do it all the time with Darby. Mm-hmm. Um, Griff hit that huge rolling elbow that he has. Yeah, his Just, rolling elbow's nice. I like it's it. amazing. It's really fucking good. Um, I think that's what <laughs> that's what got him signed because that shit is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Black back inside the ring, he just fucking wears out Griff. Um, mm-hmm. Then he teases the Black Mass or potentially the uh, the Black Mist, but instead he shoots the leg, goes for a single leg crab, taps him out. Then that, Pillman, when he went down to go for the boss crab, that was so fast it was it actually kind of scared me how fast he moved to shoot for the leg. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, he, he's a this <laughs> that man's trained. Mm-hmm. That man, yeah, I know he trains kickboxing and stuff all the time. So, yeah, he's he he's a killer, man. Then mm-hmm. uh, Pillman found that out too because he comes running in and he just takes the black mask full mm-hmm. in the face, drops like a like his soul left his body. It mm-hmm. was awesome. His hair looks good, but fuck his Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like he seems like a cool dude until you go to his Twitter and you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> Fucking dingus con over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I thought um, Brody King was going to be there maybe, or maybe we get Julia Hart evil or something. But they I still be- think we're getting Julia evil Julia Hart because mm-hmm. they, they continue to point out that she's not around. She's not there. Th- yeah. That is coming, and I believe... Someone pointed it out. It was probably on Fightful that where this is probably going is uh, Varsity Blondes are going to challenge Black to a tag team match, and we're going to get Black and um, Black and King mm-hmm. Brody King. He won't. He'll no longer be Brody King because you are so much more than a king. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be something else. He probably won't be going by Brody anymore. I think. Probably the name changes due to mm-hmm. Brody Lee, so that's yeah. that would be nice. I wouldn't ever bring another Brody in there until mm-hmm. until we Brody Lee is yeah ready to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for this storyline. This is the coolest shit. Yeah, um, uh, this is some fucking. This is yeah. This is some HP Lovecraft shit without the without the racism. So I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I'm all about this. I think this is great. Um, and I'm also really all about this Cody storyline. And still, my fan theory, my fan fiction, is that they they're still entwined. Mm-hmm. Is that Malachi Black has made him heal. And his bringing him over into his fold. That'd be that'd be some very subtle storytelling because it seems like it makes sense, but you know because they're making you think he's going after the TNT title stuff now. But then it's oh, he's being puppeted by Malachi yeah, Black. I like that. Malachi Black doesn't care about the TNT title. Mm-hmm. What does he care about titles? It's all about the house. Yeah, love it. Good shot. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, it's either that or it's uh, or it's Pac. One of the two, and we haven't seen yeah. Pac for a while. So yeah, I think well, one of the no, Pac hasn't seen anything in a while either. If you're going off the black eye, or the black mist to the eyes. So <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we have 
MJF and FTR versus Punk, Sting, and Darby in a 30-minute match. Yeah, whenever they started coming out, I was like, oh, they give, is it either there's a huge debut at the end of this or they're giving these guys a long time. And they gave them a long time. And mm-hmm. I kind of like it because it's Sting. It's in the Carolinas. It's in the Greensboro Arena. Mm-hmm. That is, that's historic for Sting. He hasn't been back there in a long time. They love him there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also love FTR. Oh, this all made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there, oh, this you saying that reminded me. There's some guy whenever they do the sweeping crowd shots. Yeah, you can see had a huge. I mean, I'm talking huge pinnacle flag. And if I was behind that guy, I'd be so mad. I'm like, please put that down. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> Luckily, he's fairly far back, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he only had it up when they were coming out, which is fine. Yeah, but like, I if saw he had that. it up during the whole match, I'm like, please put that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so first we got Sting coming out, and he's in CM Punk war paint. Where yeah, he has... that was awesome. That was sick war paint. Like, it was, was really, really cool. Yeah. He had the CM Punk fists on his head, which was kind of funny. Um, and then, but he had the the lightning coming out of his eyes and mm-hmm. shit. I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Yeah, I, li- where... I like that Sting's bringing in that color again. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. it's fun when he does that. And then Darby comes out and he's rocking pink face paint with the uh, with the Sting black mm-hmm. stuff, which is cool. I like mm-hmm. that. I, I weird strangely associate Sting with uh with Pink, I think, because of that one AEW shirt they put out. Yeah, that well, one time I mean that... like Surfer Sting always had pink and stuff in his tights and his mask. Yeah. Or he his did. Face paint. Mm-hmm. He did have he did rock pink a lot. And then Punk comes out and he's got the old Surfer Sting face mm-hmm. paint with a little bit of CM Punk touches, like it's his yeah. colors. You got some some stars in there. He has fucking stinger trunks on. Yeah, that was really cool. Like stinger tights with with the white scorpion, but again with some of his own colors. Yeah, in had there. like the Chicago flag like in the scorpion, which was cool. I was like, this is fucking great. And he went down to do the clobbering time, but instead he did woo. Yeah, he did the sting crow, which is so sick. Tony Schiavone's Just... losing his mind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this match was pure fan service, and it was mm-hmm. great. It said, sent the fans home happy. The match was all about Punk trying to get at MJF, that, and MJF, MJF running away running the whole time. It was so fucking funny, especially when they ran through the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> like he you runs could up, see him for a while, and then they come back. He runs up the stairs into the concourse, around, <laughs> and then back down another section. Yeah, because they didn't Chase, have a camera follow him into the concourse, so the camera's just painted for him, and then you see him come running out, which is hilarious. So good. Um, yeah, he, ne- he never did get his hands on MJF, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yeah. Um, this The Pinnacle spent most of the match, or, yeah, the, it is the Pinnacle. It's not just mm-hmm. MJF and FTR. It was the Pinnacle spent most of the time cutting the ring in half with Darby, mm-hmm. beating him down, which led to great hot tags to Sting. And he mm-hmm. just came in, ran wild, gave a one of the biggest spine busters I've ever seen on MJF. Yeah, I, He had him like on the fucking Empire State Building. Is that it was when amazing. He, um, after he did the spine buster, was it when he was still dazed and fell and headbutted MJF's dick? Was that that spot? <laughs> it it might have. That was funny, though, because yeah. he falls, hits MJF in the dick, and Taz goes, 
oh, Sting has a giant head, mm-hmm. a truly giant head, right in the yam bags. Right in the yam bags. <laughs> There's one point commentary where Tony Schiavone says, I've been in this building since 1984. Ted says, no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were going after each other in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, one part that I really loved was uh, with that uh, back and forth was they they announced that JR was coming back next week. And then as soon as they were finished, uh, Taz says, well, I guess that's it for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. And then at one point he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go out on my sword. And so he just started, he started healing it up after that. He he said something like what CM Punk came out, like former top selling t-shirt. Now it's hook, baby. (laughs) He's like, what are they going to do? Take me off the air? (laughs) Is really good. He's like, I'm not on next week, anyways. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. It's really great stuff. Um, Sting at one point he he no sells MJF's DDT, which uh, which he ends up he's yeah he no sells the DDT and then nut shots MJF. Yeah, and that's then, what it was. Yeah, and then <laughs> just fucking tosses him. That was scary. Over the ropes <laughs> onto the floor onto FTR. But he landed square on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. did a full swan dive directly onto his fucking dome. Yeah, and Taz didn't try to play it off or anything. He's like, I really hope MJF's okay. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, oh God, MJF yeah. might be dead. Yeah, <laughs> but then MJF got right back up and took the singer splash because Sting's crazy jumping from the top rope to the outside at 62 years old, which is insane. Yes, it is. Because if I get out of a chair wrong, I'm done for the day. <laughs> yeah, wild shit. Um, Sting then did a fucking crossbody onto the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He jumped from oh, the yeah, top yeah. rope to the to the outside. I called it a singer splash, but it was a crossbody. And like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I get out of a chair wrong, I'll, I'm just done for the day. If I wake up, yeah, I'm yeah. done for the day. <laughs> yeah. I wake up and like, oh, today it's the left side. Mm-hmm. And then the next day it's the right side. And then fucking yeah, back and forth. Just there was a wild match. The match ends with a with a GTS death drop into a or yeah, DTS into a death drop, into a coffin drop to Dax after he pushed uh Cash out of the way mm-hmm. before he got hit with it, which was kind of cool. I like yeah. that. But if he was smart, he would just let the illegal man take that. Yeah. And <laughs> But it was fine either way. Mm -hmm. The the whole time Taz was yelling, he took that bullet for his friend. It was like, ah, ah, maybe he shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have taken that bullet. And then right after the match, MJF's up by commentary. He's like, Punk was ducking me that whole match. Did you see that? He doesn't want to fight me. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It was funny. I liked Mm -hmm. it. I like some of that that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, him running the whole match, especially through the crowd, just had me dying. So funny! <laughs> Is it, oh fuck! In that other, that other moment where <laughs> they didn't catch it on camera, but Darby, uh, oh, MJF, yeah, yeah. MJF was avoiding Punk on the outside, and he get he ends up getting hit by Darby with like a just a running dive on the outside, mm-hmm. and they end up flipping over the announce table. Yeah, but they didn't catch it on camera, and all you heard was MJF going ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on the outside, and they go to the table, and they're yeah. The table's and, flipped over, and you see MJF's legs in the air, and you 
you saw his head poke out the side mm-hmm. of the table. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? I just, I was like, was that MJF scream? And they're like, what was that? And they go over to the table and it's down. <laughs> it's just so funny. Because ah! you could tell it was him. Yeah. You could tell it was MJF screaming. Yeah. So good. <sighs> and then they showed it on replay that he did mm-hmm. get hit with like a outside yeah, dive. There was a one spot too where um the whole all three pinnacle members were confronting uh Sting and CM Punk and then uh Darby does his suicide dive out of nowhere and takes all three of them out. Oh fuck, that was great. Mm-hmm. He bounced on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. Great shit. Um FTR is amazing. Mm-hmm. They are, you can arguably say they've been the best tag team this year. Yeah. I think ring work wise, that answer is yes. They have been. Um, character and story wise, that goes to the Bucks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should, I mean, this is our end of year. Who's who's your wrestler of the year? We got next week. Oh, yeah, fine. Let's save but it. my wrestler, I say right no, now. no, no. Let's save, save okay. it, save okay. it, save okay. it, save it. Save it. We'll yeah, I was gonna t- say we could do that next week. We could do match. We'll do a top ten something. Yeah, yeah. Do a top yeah. ten something something. I mean, I have it all typed out, so don't worry about that. Oh. <laughs> I got bored one day, typed all. Oh, of it good, out. good, good, good. Um, yeah. So uh, the next episodes, let's talk about those. So tomorrow, um, no Saturday, yeah. Christmas Day, right? Uh, I guess it'll be tomorrow when this goes out. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. No. Yeah. It's um this will be Saturday. This is we have Jungle Boy versus Isaiah Cassidy. This that match was set up based off of Rampage, I think. Not really, because Jungle Boy came out to help um like uh he came out to help Lucha Bros, Proud and Powerful in um Kingston. Oh yeah, and, so they just kinda of But Isaiah Cassidy in. wasn't there at all, but they're like setting it up to where the private party's mad that Jurassic Express the number one contenders. So okay, well, fair enough. Which uh, Jurassic Express and Christian have one of the coolest shirts right now. Their Christmas shirt, which is yes. awesome. <laughs> yes, very cool stuff. Um, yeah. So then we have Hook versus Bear Bronson. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. I have yeah. no idea how they're going to make that one work. And I'm I excited. hope we get to see Hook suplex him somehow. Just I'm, like I'm excited to find Dad out. Dad used to do to much bigger opponents. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how the, how they make that one work. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Then we have Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. That's awesome. This is very yeah. cool. This is like the this is a limitless beyond wrestling yeah, fucking fantasy yeah. match. Big so, big strong ladies uh, hitting each other hard. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, man. Two ladies who cut the who cut their teeth beating the shit out of men. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Then we have uh, Sammy versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. Really excited about this. Um, beware of spoilers. They are yeah. Beware of spoilers. They are out there. Brad and I both looked because we had to know. <laughs> yes, because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch it because it's Christmas. Well, live, that, so that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't want it to get. <laughs> I wanted to spoil it on my own. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I knew it was going to get spoiled anyways because I'm not going to be watching it live because it's going to be mm-hmm. Christmas. So, is I'm it not... on at a different time this weekend? Uh, no, probably. I don't know. Maybe I doubt it's going to be on at nine. Could be on at eight. Oh no, actually, it might be because it's right after the 24 hours end of Christmas story. So however long that goes on for. 
Yeah, so it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like an eight o'clock start or a nine o'clock start or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but just be aware. There's spoilers if you don't want to know. Yeah, it, it's out there. It's uh, it looked like it was a fun time from mm-hmm. what I've heard, uh, and I've heard the Hook versus Bear Bronson match was good. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's what I read too. That's exciting. Okay, so Hangman in two weeks. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Hangman versus Danielson again. I can't wait to see what they do with it this time because they can't do the same thing again and they've got yeah. the judges. Who are the judges going to be? I know last time they did judges, they didn't play into the end and I don't think they'll do that again. I don't think it's going to go 60 minutes. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be... Uh, it's going to go 55 minutes. No, I'm <laughs> I would love it to be to be a quick match, but I don't think yeah. they will because it makes one of the guys look a little weak. Not mm-hmm. weak, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we have Dynamite next week. We have Eddie and Proud and Powerful versus 2.0 and Garcia. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. I can't wait for that. I love that shit. That is very Shikara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't wait. Good, it's going to be awesome. Good stuff. Absolutely love that. We have Rosa versus Jake Cargill. This is Jake Cargill's match. In my Man, opinion, I we talked about that. I could see that, but also Thunder Rosa is so over, like ridiculously She's very over. over. She's very. I I say it only because of the face heel dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's the only That's reason why I say that. That's true. Although That's Rosa true. versus Soho would be incredible. Mm-hmm. They'd be very an awesome si- final for your match for your title too. They would have a fucking firefight. It would be great. Mm-hmm. Cargill versus Soho is a harder match to sell me on. Yeah, because that's a uh, that's a very green wrestler in that match. Mm-hmm. But Soho's good enough to where she could carry. Oh, Jake. for sure, for sure. But it's a it'll be a it's a it's a riskier match for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for and, sure. And then we don't look at all these photos because down here. Oh yeah, that's all. That that that's just for us. Our mm-hmm. our the bottom of our dock is outdated. Um, mm-hmm. That we have best friends and Orange Cassidy versus Cole and Red Dragon, mm-hmm. not officially Red Dragon, but I'm calling them that for the time being. Well, I mean, Bobby Fish has been using the Red Dragon theme as his entrance music, so I think they're going to be Red Dragon again. <laughs> so good! I love, love, love this match. Mm-hmm. This match is going to be so much fun, and I think it's going to main event. Yeah, it should. Like, mm, it's going to be crazy. Could could be Rosa versus Cargill, but that's a tough. That's a lot of pressure to put on Jade. Yeah, but hey, trial by fire. See if she's ready. Absolutely, and that's mm-hmm. also just three matches, which obviously we'll get some matches based off of um, Rampage Saturday's sure. episode, mm-hmm. especially that TNT match. We'll get another one, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good shit. I'm excited. So, with the move to TBS, is the TNT title still going to be on the TBS show? Yeah. Is it still going to be? Okay. Yeah. As I said, they wouldn't want to have that title not on their main show. So, that makes sense. In uh, one of the um, media briefings, Tony said that TNT is very much part of the legacy of of them. It's still all Time Warner. Mm -hmm. That's true. So, that way, I'm assuming the TBS title will show up on rampage too yeah i think it'll be both Mm -hmm. that makes Um, sense yeah 
and they said that they will they'll, they'll they're still doing they're still going to do all their super shows and stuff on mm-hmm. TNT. On TNT, yeah, that's true. And I'm sure at some point we'll probably be back on there eventually when they decide that NHL's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, kinda, I, I like I, hockey, I, but I don't know how well it does here in the states, so I'd have to It doesn't. Here. The numbers yeah. aren't good, but the the one thing it's the ad revenue is mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. The ad revenue is worth having, but I I don't know. I feel like you can do like late games maybe. Well, usually here at least after every dynamite lately there's been a hockey game. I'm like, dang, they're showing these hockey games late. There are always late games. There mm-hmm. are there's always games that start at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. So they've actually at least until it moves to TBS, they've actually prioritized uh AEW over the NHL. Yeah. Because they've only had ten o'clock games. Well, mm-hmm. AEW's been there and now they're they're switching it over and it's best best of both worlds, honestly. Yeah. Because well, TB, TBS has more is it's in, in more house houses, yeah. What you know, we say that, but then uh, TNT does the NBA, so yeah, TNT does do the NBA for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, TBS is uh, a little more default. I mean, they're pretty much the same. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, negligible the the difference, but it actually is TBS is factually in more houses. Yeah, we just won't get those funny movies anymore. It'll just always before I mean, Dynamite. I never do. So it'll just always be the Big Bang Theory now or something. Whatever TBS, I know TBS always shows old comedies all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that is that for this week. Um, when is when's New Japan? When's the Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, the fourth, uh, maybe third and fourth, fourth and fifth, something like that. And then the eighth, the same night as the Battle of the Belts is the their Noah show. Okay, so that's that's gonna be a crazy night of wrestling. Yeah. So we'll have another episode before then. Mm-hmm. So we will uh, we'll remind y'all again to. To watch Wrestle Kingdom because yes, because it's usually the best show of the year. Yeah, but it's even, top this year. First time in a while I've seen Wrestle Kingdom top. Yeah, but we won't okay. we won't talk about best shows yet. We gotta wait till next week. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we will uh, see you later. Enjoy your Christmas. Obviously, there's going to be no Christmas episode. Yeah, I love you, Mike, but I'm not going to be recording on Christmas. <laughs> Can't <laughs> no, not a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a good Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, have a good weekend. Yes. Enjoy See- enjoy enjoy the long weekend. Goodbye. <laughs>